Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today, Wendy and I are talking about the Douro Valley, which is a region of northern Portugal, and we visited recently for the first time, and it was a great time. It was. It was absolutely beautiful, and uh, I'm really glad that we were able to explore that part of the country that we'd never seen before. So we went as part of this trip that we talked about last time with some people in my family, and so we spent three days in Porto, and then we also spent three days in the Douro Valley, and we decided in advance that that would be a really nice little trip to take because we could have some city experience in Porto and then some more rural and country experience in the Douro Valley, and so it was a really good balance between the two, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. And we were staying in a tiny little village that was really kind of untouched by tourism. And it was, you know, the authentic rural countryside of Portugal, uh, where it was mostly old people in the village, very, very old people. Um, I think most of the young people have probably moved out to the cities, but we were staying in a beautiful, you know, old renovated farmhouse and got to look out onto the views of the countryside and, and just relax there. Yeah, it was a tiny village. It had probably 20 houses, maybe, it had no shops. So you had to go to the next village along if you wanted to just buy any kind of basic supplies. Um, but there's an Airbnb there. And we had been searching, or I had been searching for an Airbnb for us. Um, and it was a little bit difficult because we needed a place that could accommodate five people, have three bedrooms and things like that. And there weren't that many options in the entire Douro Valley, but this was the one that we chose. And we probably didn't realize how isolated it was, mm. but that actually made it better in the end. Mm -hmm. um, and the owner of the place, Luis, was very, very friendly and very nice. And I think you talked with him in particular about the history of the house and mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was his grandmother's house, uh, but it used when she lived there, it was very, very different. So it was much smaller and much simpler, and it was a two-story house where the animals would be kept uh, in the on the first floor, and then the people would live up on the second floor. Um, so very, very rustic, and it was completely renovated. Well, first his mother renovated it, and but it was still a very small, I think, basically like a little one-room apartment and he would stay there maybe overnight if he was out on a cycling trip or something like that but it wasn't really a place where you could live and then he just completely renovated it and expanded it so now it's a three-bedroom apartment and uh, you know very comfortable has lots of amenities but you also when you're staying there, you still feel like you're, you know, living in the countryside. You're not in some resort or hotel or anything like that. No, not at all. And there was a fireplace and it was a little bit chilly up in the mountains. So even mm. though it was May, we put a, we put the fire on every night and that was really nice. Mm. Um, we cooked every night because there were, weren't really any restaurants in the area. And so that was a fun thing to do as well. And so it was a great little base. Um, actually, it was quite a way north of the Douro River. And so it was right near this national park, which is quite different in landscape. It's quite a dramatic difference. It was very rocky and mountainous with pine trees and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then if you just go a little bit further south, once you get towards the river, that's when you get into the vineyards and mm -hmm. the sort of rolling hills and things like that. And so it was really interesting to see that contrast in the landscape. 
Yeah, so we explored the national park for a little while, and we took a, a walk, a hike to a waterfall, uh, and that was really impressive. And then we went to the vineyards later and uh, visited one of those, and then also took another river trip, um, like like the one that we had taken in Porto, but more rural, more out in the countryside this time. Right. So it's actually the same river, the Dura. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, completely different trip. And so it was a very relaxed trip. Um, we had a little bottle of wine that we brought onto the boat. Mm -hmm. And um, so we just kind of laid down the river and looked at the vineyards that were there and the, the rural houses and the, and things like that that were on each bank of the river. And so that was a really, really nice trip. It was in the late afternoon. So it was very mm -hmm. relaxing and a great time was had by all yeah and it was gorgeous weather so it was really sunny and warm and just a spectacular day for a boat trip really um and the wine of course made it uh, even more enjoyable um wine was a big part of this this trip overall i would say yes it was but i think it's funny that between the five of us we don't really know a lot about wine no and so a lot of people will go to the Dura valley and visit you know a lot of these different vineyards and taste the different wines and we're not really we don't really do that kind of thing exactly because the I think the difference between the different varieties is lost on us a little bit. Yeah. So we did drink quite a bit, but not um, <laughs> in that way, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, we enjoy having a bottle of wine, but we're not connoisseurs. Yeah, we we don't know much about wine. We just enjoy drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually don't like port wine very much at all, which is, you know, the wine that is famous in Porto. So we didn't have any of that, I don't think, on this, this trip. I think know? we got a little taster uh, one time after a meal. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe, yeah, someone gave us a taste for free. But uh, other than that, we stuck to the more kind of traditional wine and the other wine that we had was a rosé called Mateus mm -hmm. and there's a bit of a story behind that because the Casa de Mateus the place where this wine was invented or created I suppose mm -hmm. originally mm -hmm. is in the Douro Valley and we visited it and the reason we did that mostly was because my parents used to drink this wine when they were younger I think because it was cheap mm. and they didn't have much money this is when they were just first married or before they got married and so it was a nostalgic experience for them to go to the place where it's produced mm -hmm. because the the image on the bottle is actually the image of you know the house the the estate uh, that we visited so I think that was fun for them to actually you know be inside that whole landscape that image that they were so familiar with yeah and so we went into into the grounds of this this estate and it was it was a beautiful place mm -hmm. it was beautiful gardens and and the buildings were were really nice as well and there were ponds and there was a kind of tree maze thing and uh, mm -hmm. it was very it was a really nice place to visit yeah for sure um, one of the other things we did was we then went even further north from where we were staying and we went into another national park, um, which was very off the beaten track. And it was funny because we had to put uh, the directions into the GPS and it was actually quicker to go up into Spain and then come back into Portugal. And so mm -hmm. we did that. Um, and there was a, an old bridge that mm -hmm. you and, and Tim and I walked to. Um, and then at, towards the end of that day, we also visited a town called Braganza, which is just in this very kind of northeastern part of Portugal. And that was a great little town. It was. It was fantastic. Yeah, I, I didn't know much about it. I had heard the name, but I really didn't know what was there. And so it was a, a lovely surprise. Um, 
yeah, lots of history there. Uh, it's a walled city. There are walls that you can uh, walk on and walk around. And there's a fortress castle there and a nice church and uh, some nice bars. <laughs> <laughs> As always. Um, but so, yeah, there's a citadel in the city. And so it's completely walled. It's 12th century city uh, citadel walls and then inside there's just this sort of little residential quarter as well inside the citadel and it's really well preserved and the buildings are all uh, very similar and so you get a great view from on the ramparts and yeah it's just a really lovely place to walk around um and so yeah we had spent a great couple of hours there and everybody really enjoyed it and then we had a glass of cider at one of the aforementioned bars and yeah, uh, that yeah. was nice as well so we decided to deviate from our usual wine glass of wine and we had a, a glass of cider instead I think because it was quite warm and we were all a bit hot and wanted something cooling and refreshing um, so yeah we really enjoyed Braganza and so it was just one of these places in the Douro Valley that we really liked so I guess when we decided to go there we thought okay you just go there for the, the wine and that's pretty much all that there is mm-hmm. and and I think Tim said, you know, I hope we get to do other things other than going to these vineyards. And we did. And so it's a great place because there's a lot of different things you can do if you have your own transportation, which we did. Um, And you can, yeah, you can see historic little towns and cities. You can see national parks where you can go hiking. You can go to the vineyards. You can do your river trips. So, yeah, it's a great area to explore. Yeah, and you can even do a much longer river trip. They have, I think, overnight trips where you could go for maybe two days or three days and spend that whole time on the river, which would also be a great way to explore the area. All right, well, maybe we'll do that next time. Maybe. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.